there's a lot of lying going on on social media. Everybody thinks that they know how to do this love thing correctly. Because everybody can say, as we said earlier, I would never do that. She's so dumb. Well, people haven't, people, what people don't realize is until you meet the person that exposes your triggers, <laughs> everybody, everybody has been here. Yeah. In some way, it might not have been $250,000. Right. Like the girl. Everybody has been here. And it's just because the person you, you, you ended up meeting the person that really exposed your triggers or really found your triggers, even if they didn't really realize it. Right. And that's what they did with them. A lot of our trigger is the need to be validated. Mm -hmm. That need to be validated. And and for us, it's for, for some of us, it's, if an expensive, if a man worth a lot of money chooses me out of all the women, yeah, I'm. I feel like I'm. I feel like I'm somebody. I yeah. feel like I'm validated. Yeah. Or if you know this athlete chooses me, then that must mean I'm pretty. Yeah. Then that must mean I'm bad. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I said, how did you wake up this morning? What's up, girl? My name is Rika, and thank you so much for listening to Single You, the podcast. Whether you've been listening for a while or you just stumbled upon me. Hello, I am a certified NLP life coach. Now, NLP, let's get nerdy for a second. It's Neuro Linguistic Programming. You can Google the rest of that if you want to know the rest of the nerdy stuff, okay? So I'm certified in that area, a.k.a. the single girl's life coach. I am a self-love coach and a boundaries coach. Listen, I got that boundaries and that self-love on lock, okay? (laughs) All right, so I am your host and also the founder of this podcast and Single You Academy, which is my online coaching program, community, and resource for single women. Now, before we get into the episode, let me just put a little disclaimer out there, all right? I am not a licensed therapist, so I am not to replace a therapist, but I will say this, a lot of my clients, they have me as their coach, and then they also have a therapist because it is my job to hold you accountable to the things that you say that you want. So if you want to stop tying your worth and identity to men and stop being a man pleaser, you need help on that self-love and boundaries area, then I would be the coach for you. And maybe one day that coaching relationship with you and I, yeah, it's just me and you right here, hey, (laughs) will happen one day. You can always reach out to me. My Instagram is open to you. On Instagram, I am just me Rika. And of course, I will put my name in the show notes. All right, that's it. I'm your host, Rika, and let's get into the episode. This is Single You, the podcast. So let's go ahead and get into the tender swindler. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. So this is what I posted 
on Facebook. And we're going to go like pretty much line for line of what you said. Cause I was like, I have so many thoughts and this is so good. I love you, Sky. Okay. So I said on Facebook, I said, I wonder why all of the commentary I see on the tender swindler is all about how stupid the girls are and not about how evil the man is. And I said, rhetorical. Then I also said, P.S. Some of you want your girls to be married so badly, but give her zero schooling on what love actually is. She's out here already believing at 12 that when a boy says, I love you, he means it. Okay. So the first thing you said was, my thing is on most days, the rhetoric is that today's women don't know how to support a man. We're too independent, et cetera. Let's go deeper. What do you mean by that? Um, you hear, you see all the memes and it's not even just social media, just in our everyday commentary work. You hear me and talk about, and it's specifically black women, especially yep. talk about you, you know, you're too independent. You don't know how to met, let a man lead. And we don't, it's the rhetoric of, we don't know how to support our men, yep. whether they're broken or, or on the healing journey, we, we don't know how to be there for them and lift them up. On top of that, you hear it being an educated woman. That, you know, we don't want to start, we don't want to build a man up. We don't want to do that. And so then you see, I know a lot of women <laughs> that I got swindled out of a lot of things for a lot of men. And I'm like, I don't know where y'all get this rhetoric from. <laughs> right. That we don't support and we don't do because we're thinking like, okay, if he's asking us for money or he needs this thing, then I have to be the person to provide it because that means that I love him. Mm -hmm. So I have to prove my love to him. I have to prove that I deserve to be with him. So let me go ahead and give him this money. And I'm speaking from experience because I have the $10,000 boyfriend, which is a whole, if you have not heard that episode, it's on the podcast, but we'll go into that um, more here too, because I wrote out some ex excerpts that I said. I didn't um, bail somebody out of jail, child. I didn't. Yeah. And, yeah. and why did you do that? Because you thought that was love, didn't you? I, well, I was in college and I thought he was in college and mm -hmm. he played on the basketball team. We hadn't long been dating. And we think about this, not even just in terms of relationship. We're told this in terms of black men in general. So we just started dating. And because he got locked up and he was on the basketball team, I was like, he's going to get in trouble. He's going to get part of the team. I need to show him, I'm, you know, that I'm here for him. That, you know, even in these times. Yeah, and I bailed him out. I never got my money back. Um, <laughs> but yeah. And that's what I, and that's what I'm saying. Like, but again, is, my why was I need to show him. Yep. Silly. Ride or die. Oh. The proving, right? And so then, okay, your next line was, However extremely naive these women were, they also believed that this man who had shown them a nice time was in danger and they tried to help him. Extremely naive and foolish, yes. So let's go deeper. So I feel like we, <laughs> obviously with the tender swindler, right? Everybody wants to call them foolish and naive, but the master manipulative plan that this man had, it worked because he knew that women want to love, they want to be in a relationship so badly. Mm -hmm. So his game, instead of being um, somebody who sends you an email and says, I have this Nigerian prince who needs your money, mm -hmm. or he's trying to get credit cards or whatever, he literally was like, women want to love so bad, I'm going to give them something to love. And so the genius like thing about him was he actually um, doted on them first. That's that's first. how he actually got them. 
Exactly. That's, That's how, how love he actually got. Th- it's called love bombing. <laughs> yes. 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 And the so the naive thing for me was, and and I'll tell you, I came full circle with this, and my compassion okay. went in is because literally the first girl, well, she wasn't the first, but the first one on the show. Yeah. She left with him the day after meeting him. Yeah. It was the next yeah. day that she went and got on, and it was because he had a private jet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Facts. Facts. It was the next day. He's like, I want to go on a second day with you, but I got to go on family business. Yeah. So that's how he loved. And that's what I thought was unsafe. I mean, everything. I was yeah. like, what, are you, what yeah. are you doing? But again, yeah. people equate a security with money. Oh, he got this. He got a private jet. He got money. So he can't be crazy. Right. Right. He came. There's no way rich people are crazy. Right. There's no right. He comes from this, this, this big family. So he can't be crazy. So the trust was there. It's wild because if we know if that was anybody else, more than likely she wouldn't have. But I I had compassion because I also understand from traveling, you know, around the world that people come from completely different environments. Some people do come from villages where everybody leaves their door unlocked and everybody is trustworthy. So everybody hasn't come from streets like us or even me being from the hood or just being from America, period. You're not really insulated from a whole lot. So I've had naive moments for sure. Um, But those basics, some people, so it's hard to say, oh, they were foolish because everybody hasn't had experiences like we have. Everybody's not walking down Georgia Avenue and being told, don't look nobody in the eye. (laughs) You know. Nobody's been in these situations. So it's hard to say that these women should have known better or they were foolish because we just don't know where they came from. They're from other countries. Right. And like, again, I said I was extremely naive. Like I never had just, I have never been in a situation where I had to like detect if somebody was lying to me or not. Like I just didn't grow up in danger and like, Oh, oh now I need to, you know, whatever. Now so I'm, just, I'm a whole private yeah. investigator. Like I can <laughs> girl who you need me to find out about. Yeah. 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 Um, okay. So I want to read something. Let's see. I took some notes here because I also said, I also said the same thing. Like, I don't really want to call it naive. Well, naive is such a negative word. It's we not it is, though. Right? We put it there, but, but it's just, gonna, it just means you haven't had certain experiences. Right. We haven't. Exactly. So we're going to, yeah. I'm going to use that word and say, yes, they were naive, especially financially because you didn't have it. But for matters of the heart, when you're like operating in love, you're just operating out of what you think you're supposed to do, right? Now you're so, thinking, wonder if this is the test where it determines if you if, if I'm if, the one. You better say that. <laughs> yes. Is this the test? Because they say wonder relationships are hard. Yeah. Right. They say relationships are hard. And my boyfriend, who I love, who I'm about to move in with, is in danger. Why wouldn't she believe him? Well, she and then you, no you see the you see the Facebook post every year, even around Valentine's Day. Yeah, we done been through it all. Yeah, At girl, the end of the day, we done girl, been through the storms, the up. I mean, I'd be like, is this a love note or right? For right. Help? What is right. this? Do you need out? Wait, right. are you trying to get out? Blink what twice. Is this? Right, because yeah. I don't want that story. I don't. I don't want that story. Um, and, and I don't believe that my parents have that story. Now that I'm asking them more questions and stuff, I don't believe my mom would be like, girl, your daddy done put me through this and that and the third and whoop, 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 and I'm still with him. Like, I would never know. And in fact, inside of Single You Academy, my coaching program, my cousin, Linnea, does a whole workshop on what married people mean by marriage is hard. 
Because we do hear that. But the problem is, like you said, we all don't have the same experiences. So my hard is going to be different than your hard. Like the mm -hmm. way you define it in, in, in like your inner self, right? Like we are going to define hard differently. Can I ask so, you a question? Yes, ma'am. Go ahead. Um, because I've had this conversation before. I do think, especially if you've been married a long time, right? Um, or if you want to be married a long time. I do think there is a conversation to be had that that men experience depression differently than women. They react differently than women to depression. Uh, there are scenarios where our friends I've seen or that I know I have a lot of male friends. Well, I do feel like they cheated out of out of depression, out of out of a season of depression even while they were in a relationship. Oh, like the man cheated out of depression. Yeah, and not just out of ego. And I'm not saying it's acceptable, but do you see that? Because for a lot of, I think for when we get depressed, we eat, we gain weight, we do X, Y, and Z. Some men, when they did get depressed, all of their value to them is also on, do I still got it? Can I still pull them? You know, at home, I'm not feeling like a man because we're, not, we're in a season of, I, I done lost my job. So That's why they get the motorcycle and the sports car when they're 50. <laughs> I need to know if I can still pull mm -hmm. it because I'm not feeling like a man at home because I done lost my job or I done, I done messed up or, or something of that nature. I do think there is a conversation. I don't think that's an excuse. And I don't know how I, I still haven't fully wrapped my verbiage around that because I never wanted to sound like it's an excuse. Uh, but I do think men and women go through depression differently. And yeah, those are I, things you have to deal with in a relationship as far as if you're going to be in a relationship for 20, 30, 40 years, somebody's going to get depressed. Somebody's going to go through a season of depression. And what does that look like? But I think for me, it all boils down to accountability. Yeah. And awareness. Yeah. It, it, it all boils. And I, I wrote some notes here that we'll get to about that. There could be two, three, four truths at the same time happening. Mm -hmm. um, and we're going to get to that because I, I do, I, I have that. But I, I do think that we have to stop looking. What did I say on my podcast with Cameo? I just want to be in a place where I'm dating and I'm just having fun instead of always thinking about, oh, is he going to be the next one to break my heart? Mm -hmm. or, or am I going to mess up? Am I going to make the wrong move? And then he's going to abuse me again. Right. I believe I'm there and I'm in a space of like, whatever happens, like I'm going to survive it. Like if I survived that, those, my last two relationships, my abusive ex, my $10,000 boyfriend, girl, ain't nothing. Come on now. And that, yeah. and those, I'm never going to make that mistake again. I'm going to make mm -hmm. new mistakes, but we're not doing that again. Okay. So I do want to get to, um, your dating now sky. And you mm -hmm. told me a story about, did he ask you some guy you met on Tinder, wherever you was at? Did he ask you, were you looking for marriage? I want you to go into that story. Cause I love so, what you said. Cause I was like, Ooh, I don't know what I would say, but yes, tell that story. It was about a year ago. And I was, my friend was like, you got to get on Bumble. I'm not a big fan of dating apps, but here okay. we are. I was like, in. when she was talking to me about, it, I was like, we're in the middle of a pandemic. You do have to do things differently. Maybe there's a better quality online now because people can't go. Nobody can go nowhere. So I got on there and this guy sent me an inbox and he goes, he asked something of the fact, I should have pulled it up. Um, what are you on here looking for? What, what are you on here for? And I was like, excuse, what, what do you mean? <laughs> like, excuse me. And he said, are you on here looking for marriage? Or are you just looking for 
um, casual dating or a hookup. And, and I said, I don't know if one can look for marriage, especially, I don't know what that means to me when people say that to me, what you hear, people say, are you looking for marriage? Are you? And it's like, I don't know what that means because for me, um, and I said this to him, I said, I'm on here. I, I wanted to choose my words because I never had, first of all, I never had no man ask me, are you looking for marriage? <laughs> Uh, I said, let me choose my words. And so I said, I'm looking for a connection. And if the connection inspires me to be married, that is great. But that's all I feel like you can ask for initially, because that's Mm -hmm. the first thing that to me that I want in a relationship is the connection. I ideally want to marry my best friend. So I feel like the connection is the most important. That's all, especially on the app. That's all I can look for is, is the first thing is you, to build a connection. Um, and he definitely blocked me. Um, I guess <laughs> <laughs> that was not a good answer for him. He ain't marriage material. I got to block her, she, man. Like, but I, I don't know if he thought that meant a hookup. I'm like, there's a huge gap in between. A huge gap, right. It, that's looking for a hookup. It, and, right. Right. And that's what I'm saying. It's not just black or white. Like, let's stop trying to be perfect. Let's just have fun. And I that for me, have fun, because, again, we all have different definitions. It does have not fun. mean you yeah. sleeping around with everybody. No, no. Not for me, sex ain't even on the table. I'm just saying, why can't we just get to know each other? So when you said that to me, I was like, dang, I probably do be saying, oh, hold on, my alarm. Oh, my. Hold on. Lord. Well, the funny Ooh. thing is, I'll say this. I went on a date. Yeah. Two, three weeks ago with a guy. And, you know, he was saying on the day how, you know, he's tired of restarting and tired of going on dates. And I said, well, I think about it this way. A friend of mine, Sean, told me this years ago, even though I think it's I think it was grossly just too long. He said he was in a relationship with this woman and he said he had dated her for seven years. He said but they were in their 20s, early 20s. He said he knew by year two she wasn't the one that he wanted (laughs) to marry. And, and he I said, said, I said, Sean, why would you waste your time for seven years? And he said, well, I didn't look at it as a waste of time. And he taught, he taught me something in this, though, yeah. because he said, every dollar I spent, everything that I did, I did because I want, I personally wanted to do it, too. He said, so I didn't look at it as a waste of time because I was ha- I like this person. I was having fun yeah. with this person. And everything I did, I did because I wanted to do. That taught me everything about how I should approach dating. I don't do anything that more. I don't naturally want to do. Okay. Yeah. So I don't look at going to dinner with this man as a waste of my time because I want to go to this place anyway. Right. Because you want, yeah, no, that's okay. Okay. That's a good way to approach it. But I will say, please don't waste my time. We're not going to be in a relationship for seven years. I'm no, not for seven years. No, but <laughs> yeah, I'm talking, yeah, yeah. no, I'm not talking. I see what you're that's saying. That's why I said that's, that's a gross seven, waste right, of time. Right, right, right. But they were in their early twenties. I'll, I'll yeah. give them that. You know what yeah. I mean? But my thing is, now I don't do anything that I don't want to do. Anyway. There we go. And that's what I'm saying. I see what you're saying because a lot of us will do it because we think we have to. Or you like, okay, I'm going to do this expecting this expecting to be the something. one. And then you exactly, get home yeah. and you're like, he was a bum. He yeah. wasn't, there was yeah. no connection. Wasted yeah. my night. And it was like, no, this, I, you know, like even this guy, we had a great conversation. Yeah. He's had a really interesting life. I don't think he's the one, but we had a really great conversation. We went to a place right. that I like to go to. It was not a waste of my time. Um, and so therefore I don't, you know, and I gave that to him because I don't want him to look at, you know, a lot of men look at, you know, that's why the whole conversation of, are you going to split on the first date? Or are you going to, you know, the whole money? Because like, I don't want to waste my money and you not be the one, yeah. but um, I, I don't, I'm not a man. 
So I don't know if yeah. I would be tired of paying for the dates, the first dates, and they not be the one. I don't know. Yeah. But I just told him, I said, don't go on a date. And you pick the date or whatever. Don't go to a place or something that you didn't already want to try anyway. Mm-hmm. Or that you don't, you know, a new place that you, something of that nature. I said, and then you don't have to look at it like I'm wasting my time. I'm wasting my time. Exactly. Exactly. And that's just and about being present and being mm-hmm. aware. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm reading the power of now right now. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And it is all about being present. And that's what I said. Like, I just want to be somebody who's just out here having fun again. And sex is not on the table, but instead of, this is what you taught me in that moment in that conversation about like, I don't know if I'm looking for marriage, I'm looking for the connection. Cause I think that I would say I'm looking for marriage. Right. But I don't want to skip steps. I no longer want to be like, Oh, he could be the one and I met him and we're two weeks in and doing the daydreaming that a lot of women do because we have all these fantasies and we do have a lot of emotions and like being able to be woman enough now to put that aside, to stop skipping steps and already skipping to marriage. And I know them for two weeks. Right? I learned that a lot, especially in my last relationship. Yeah. That breakup was so hard because I was so married to the vision, yeah, to the love story. Yeah. We had a great love story and I was, that was the heartbreak. Girl. Yeah. <laughs> Was breaking yeah. up with a vision. So I've, I've tried to really stop doing that when I get into, you know, meeting somebody and I like them. Stop trying to merge. You see your last names. Stop trying to come up with Girl. the wedding hashtags. Girl. Stop, you know. Girl. <laughs> I just, it's well, like, what are we doing, right? Like, we do it to ourselves. Um, and I do want to go back to the money thing real quick because it ties into you saying only doing something because you want to do it, Right. So I'm going to read an excerpt from um, my my blog that I wrote after my $10,000 boyfriend because I did fall for the story, okay? He was mm-hmm. my Howard boyfriend who circled back around years later and I fell for the story. It was always you. I loved you since I was 18. We're going we to get a Howard magazine. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, when, you, when you go to Howard, you do want that Howard <laughs> you do husband. Want that. Like, you do. You want to go to home to nice together. Exactly. Yeah. And be like, oh my God. Like, you know, yeah. you know, Howard obviously is a big deal. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so I, I wrote this down. So again, again, he circles back around and he sold me the story and then he was moving from Washington, D.C. to Seattle to, quote unquote, be with me. That's what he said. He was like, we're going to make it work. We're going to get married. And so I said, I hate the awkward moments where the fork in the road is presented, where you don't know if you help this person you love or do you let them figure it out on their own? It's hard not to help, especially when you feel like they just did something for you. And I said that I've got to figure out that balance. Now I'm three years removed now. And then Mm -hmm. I said the moment when he accepted a job in Seattle, I felt picked. I didn't ask him to move. I can honestly handle long distance. Also, I proved the story I was telling myself wrong, that I'm actually enough. I'm not too much. Because i that was the story that I was always telling myself, like, oh, you too much. You're doing too much. You out here. You this independent woman. You got your job. Ooh, men are scared of you. You too much. You too much. You too much. And I proved myself wrong. Because I was like, oh, he moving for me. So that means he's about to marry me. Okay. Um, and then, hold on. Let me find my place. I finally got picked. A man, my first love, actually wants to be with me. He's moving for me. And I said, man, I was cocky in that moment. His words and actions were matching. 
And unfortunately, at that time, I didn't know how to truly check in on a man's integrity in regards to, uh, well, yeah, on a man's integrity. He was moving to Seattle for me. He quit his job and was moving for me. I mean, who does that? Only men who are serious, right? Mm -hmm. Wrong. So again, when we're talking about these women and how stupid they are and foolish they are and blah, 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 I think there is... There's a lot of lying going on on social media. Everybody thinks that they know how to do this love thing correctly. Because everybody can say, as we said earlier, I would never do that. She's so dumb. Well, people haven't, people, people don't realize is until you meet the person that exposes your triggers, everybody, everybody has been here. Yeah. In some way, it might not have been $250,000. Right, like the girl. But everybody Netflix, yeah. has been here, and it's just because the person, you you, in, you ended up meeting the person that really exposed your triggers or really found your triggers, even if they didn't really realize it. Right. And that's what they did with right. them. A lot of our trigger is the need to be validated. Mm -hmm. That need to be validated. And, yeah. and for us, yeah. it's for, for some of us, it's if an expensive, if a man worth a lot of money chooses me out of all the women, yeah, I'm. I feel like I'm. I feel like I'm somebody. I yeah. feel like I'm validated. Yeah. Or if you know this athlete chooses me, then that must mean I'm pretty. Yeah. Then that must mean I'm bad. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Even though he's cheating on me, I'm a stay because he's fine and he a basketball player. But yeah. I'm validated because at least I'm one of the ten. Mm-hmm. And but what's amazing one. to me yeah. is we see this too often, and we see this right now going on with Kanye West. Um, oh, Lord. Men get passes for being foolish. They get passes for being dogs. It's yeah. normal. Yeah. That's what, you know, and that's why I often, when men, when women said, uh, you got to be like a man, it's just like, why do you want to be the worst of, it's not, not that they're the worst, but it's, it's almost like, you know, I don't know. You even see some, some people that want to be like racist. They want mm -hmm. the same power. Yeah, you know that races yeah. have, and it's just like, well, why do you want to stoop yourself? Be the be worst, the worst of part of that them? human moment. That, that exactly, human moment. Like, yeah, right, exactly. Because I, I, I'm, I'm definitely somebody who's like out of the space of villainizing men just because yeah. they're a man. Um, but this guy in the tender, tender swindler, yes, you're evil. But, but that's, that's the under, but that's like, the undertone on social media why women are labeled stupid, and we're not talking about this scammer. Yeah, that's exactly. And that should be the focus. But that's also why you see like he's not really going to do jail time because nobody cares. Oh, you got your heart broken. Who cares? The woman said that they were going yeah. to the police and the police were yeah. like, fam. I don't know what to tell you, fam. <laughs> shouldn't have gave him the money. You know what I mean? You shouldn't like, have gave him the money. Because when it comes to matters of the heart, nobody really like that's not an illegal act, I guess, uh, you know. And so they're just like, whatever. He broke your heart. That's you're foolish. Why would you be so foolish instead of like he literally is manipulating people? Okay, so I want to get to because we got about 10 more minutes. So what I wrote down is there are there are a lot of truths and two or three things can be true at the same time. Right. So, again, we're coming from a religious space. We're faith based women. Right. And I I don't I don't think that we understand what that means. And we think that because we believe in God, our life is going to be perfect. But what I wrote down is we are not going to dodge everything. Trials and tribulations are going to happen, okay? As the Bible says, consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds. Like, because that is per perfecting your faith. 
Absolutely. Which, which, which goes back to me saying, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm out of the lane of trying to get relationships, quote unquote, right. Like I have to be perfect. And what does it mean if he doesn't open the door for me or call me back right away? Or I, I just, I, I, I just, I don't think we could be ever be in that space. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I think, um, I think consider it all joy. I, God doesn't work through perfect people. So yeah. there, you know, he, he, he has, he has these commandments. He has this for me. He, ha, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about this. He has this word and this is a framework that he gave us. He, he knows what a human is. Yeah. He thoroughly knows what a human, here's the framework. Yeah. But we wouldn't be sitting here having this conversation today had we lived a perfect life. Right. And what is that? Right. That's really not a thing because yeah. uh, God is going to take you on a journey that is messy. He is going to take you through, allow you to experience things that are messy. And so he wants to be able to utilize you. And, and it's just like nobody wants to sit in here. <laughs> Some people have a hard time with talking to people. And that's why I become more transparent about my journey. Absolutely, girl. Because yeah. some, so many people, when they think that you're perfect, that you, they'll miss the moment of even being able to connect with you and you being able to pour back into them. And when they think you're perfect, that also makes them feel more terrible. And it's like, fam, we all out here doing not the same thing, but we all out here doing the same things. It's something that we would be embarrassed about if they made a Netflix documentary about it. Absolutely. We, we all have something. We all that's why they call it skeletons in the closet and blah blah blah. And 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 we're doing it wrong with by not sharing. In fact, yeah. the Bible says share your burdens with one another, but we don't do that because we're so embarrassed. But that shame and being in that embarrassment bubble, that's when the devil gets busy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's when the, so when I do see a lot of people judging these women, I, I know there's a lot of work there that they have to do. Cause that's a lot of like, Absolutely. I feel bad about the choices I made. So let me take it out on somebody else. Oh my I think, God. I think there's a way to have a conversation without shaming yeah. them. Yeah. Because yeah. you, yeah, since yeah. you, since y'all do need some work, y'all got some work yeah. to do. All of them women got work to do. Absolutely. Absolutely. And the one was like, I was right back on Tinder. <laughs> right. Right back on Twitter. In fact, that, that's how we going to end it. Cause that's my last thing. I, I, I that, there is a certain level of accountability, right? That we have to take the onus is, all of the choices that you make, no matter how manipulative they are, or what have you, mm -hmm. the onus is still on you. Absolutely. The onus is still on you. And so for her to be like, oh yeah, I was back on set and you still got $150,000 worth of debt. And I'm not saying you have to wait to get out of debt to date again, but where is the question of like, why am I so in need of being with a man that I would funny. give up? $250,000. That would have did me in. And she was about to commit it, suicide, unfortunately. She talked yep. about that. She talked about it. That would have sent me... That would have sent me the shame and the and the dead. The, you know, but again, different experiences. I think some people feel like as easy as she got... I don't... First of all, I don't think I would have ever got that much credit that easily, that quickly. <laughs> Now and I, listen, I did the ten thousand dollars, but let me tell you something. It, we, I, that's how. That's why I stopped at ten because two hundred fifty thousand. But I'm talking dollars. about even just as far as getting all the loans back. Oh to yeah, back, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. She, yeah. they, you know, I don't even think I would have been able to to do that. But um, that 
that lack of accountability and now they setting up GoFundMe's for the public to pay for it. I'm just Oh, I will not be donating to that. <laughs> like, I'm, not going, just... I, I, I'm not, yeah, I'm not going to be in the shame cycle of calling women stupid because I get it. Even the Bible talks about how, how, how the heart is deceitful. Mm-hmm. Like we, we will betray ourselves to be in love. We will. Everybody is going to do that. Everybody. Right. But now I ask, but I also am in this habit. I do this with my friends. I do this with my family. I do this with everybody. Again, it kind of is like what I said about dating. I don't do anything that I don't want to do in my heart and not Mm -hmm. expect back, right? Like even in terms of calling people, you know, whether it's in family that I may not have the greatest relationship with, I have this habit of if the Lord puts it on my heart, do it in five seconds, do it immediately. Don't think about it. Don't, you know what I mean? And my thing is with these, these women really thought, A, he had the money to pay them back. So let's be Mm -hmm. honest. They thought he got it. Yeah, but didn't but didn't sit around long enough to think. Well, where's his daddy? Yeah, <laughs> where right. Are people at he was the son of a billionaire, right? A billionaire, yeah. um, re- diamond. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Where's there's yeah. no other way to get you money but through my cards? Okay. Um, and then she was sending over all her information. So again, there was a security because he had money. Yeah. There was this automatic security there. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. troubling. Yeah, yeah, and. I honestly believe, and I remember saying this, maybe I said it in my blog, but I definitely said it to my cousin, like the man for me would have never asked me for money. No. He would have never. He would have figured out a different way. He would have never asked yes. me for Even the men that I date. Yeah. And that's what I'm happy about is as I, I, I do see along my journey that I have gotten better. Oh yeah, me too, girl. Men. Yeah, girl. I and I'm more you. clear on what I want. I'm not, I don't regret any of those. I guess because none yeah. of them really cost me no money, but of my feelings and my ego. But yeah. I don't really have any regrets because I'm becoming so much more clear on things I didn't know I needed. Yeah. Um, things I didn't know I was, a, a you know, things that were kind of superficial mm-hmm. that I didn't know were like blocking <laughs> yeah. my path of really finding somebody I connect with. Um, I'm so much better I'm so much better because of all those situations. And that's taking accountability, right? So uh, what a lot of women do is what we talked about earlier is we think, oh, okay, well, it's 2022. It's my self-love year. It's my me year. And you just think you have to let time pass. No, baby girl, you have to invest in yourself. And I mean, with time and money, like you said, you got a therapist. I did. I have a coach. I will never not go a year without having a coach now, at least for yeah. the foreseeable future. Maybe when I'm 55, I may be like, okay, I'm done for like a year or so, whatever. Because there's so but many I things that, that come your way that yeah. can can knock you off your focus. Yes. We're, yeah. And we're human. I, I like yeah. to give myself space to be human. Yeah. Yeah. And like I said, I'm not going to make those same mistakes again because I've done the work, but I'm going to make some more. Mm-hmm. I'm only 38. You know how much life I got if I yeah. live to the expectancy of what a woman is supposed to live to. I got a lot of life. So there's a lot of mistakes in there. And I am not naive enough to ever believe again that, oh, I can make sure that I don't make a mistake. But I have perfection syndrome too. That's a part of why I was celibate the first time. Absolutely. Coming from a teenage mom, coming from the early mistakes I made, I started being really living this perfect life. And again, that's why I didn't learn from the first set of celibacy because um, I hadn't really did the work. And so now... I have a lot more grace with myself, man. Do I have a lot more grace and I'm learning in present time. I don't try to 
learn stuff that's way ahead of me or learn, you know, good, too much. Good, you know what good. I mean? I try to yeah. live in the moment a lot more. And some, I read something the other day um, where it said, stop asking yourself why you keep attracting crazy people. Like, is mm. there something wrong with me? Yeah. And it's like the difference between you and other people is people like us or who we've been in the past, we just let the crazy people stay around longer. <laughs> some people are just really good at noticing it up front. They yeah. get it, they get the crazy people too. Because I think some people really feel like I keep attracting a certain type of man. Oh, I sure. keep it. it's, that, it's that that the commentary out there. It's your energy, girl. You need to cleanse your chakras or something like that, girl. Sometimes you just if people are crazy. If people are gonna human, human yeah. are human. And, yeah, and those people are going to, but those people attract the crazy people too. Some people are yeah. just better about not letting them sit around right. and linger. Right. And, and that's, that's what me. we have to. Yeah. <laughs> right. And now that's me. That's, that's what I'm the journey. Like, that's the that's, journey. And that's the journey is. And so when I have women ask me um, and we begin to have the conversations and a lot of women are just looking for that one piece of advice that's going to gather them up. Right. Mm -hmm. And so what I say, I'm like, if you don't want to invest in yourself and get a therapist or me as your coach or whatever. And I'm not even saying it has to be me, but you do have to make the investment. But if you don't want to make the investment, here is my answer. Who is the woman that you want to become and do everything in your power to become her? Yep. Because that's all I can tell you. Cause if you're not ready to make the investment, you're not ready for change. You have to arrive at a place to say, you know what? <laughs> this can't be like something is wrong. I'm the common denominator. Let me figure this out. And I use wrong loosely and in mm -hmm. air quotes because I don't, there's nothing wrong with us, but there is a better way of living. Mm -hmm. If you're in this constant cycle of being mishandled by men, this frustration and pain, I promise you, you can minimize that by a lot. Because for me, it, it's about realizing I am. Everything that has happened to me in my life may not be my fault. My healing is my responsibility. And, exactly. I, and the journey is me figuring out how I keep participating. Yes. In the self-destruction, how I keep good. participating That's in good. it. That's, That's the That's journey. Good. So when you, when people talk to me about my exes, you'll never really hear me talk about what they did because I'm when yeah. I get out of it, I'm so focused on learning what I miss and really reflecting on how I keep participating. Yeah. in this because it's really me it has nothing to do about what they did yeah. really it's about yeah. why i allowed it <laughs> for as long yeah. as i did yep and i and focus how on can that. i make sure i never do it again we're not making the same mistakes two three four times we're not gonna mm -hmm. do that so get to doing the work um all right is there anything you missed or anything we missed in this conversation that you would like to say before we get out of here I don't think so. I think I have, I, I have such compassion upon single women yeah. um, on, on this journey because it's hard. And I mean, a lot of women and it's hard for them. And, and they're taking a toll on them because yeah. they're constantly thinking about it. Um, yeah. My journey is about me. It ain't about becoming a, a better partner. It's not about finding a man. Like don't do this journey because yeah. that's, what you have That's on this end go. Yeah, mm. I don't think about it too much. I really don't. Yeah. Um, and for me, like I said before, I want to marry my best friend. Mm -hmm. I think friendship is at the cornerstone of a great marriage. It's not the total thing, right. but I think it is a, the, the foundation of it all. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. I focus on um, being a, I think being a better friend in life. 
-hmm. going on a healing journey and being a better friend in life, being a better friend to my mother now that we're both adults, you know, seeing her as the woman that she is, a better friend to my friends. I think that helps you to be to to naturally exercise being growing into a good partner. Yeah. So focus yeah. on your journey. Yeah. And when you were saying being a better friend to my friends, my mother and stuff, and I was also thinking and be the journey should be about being a better friend to you. Mm -hmm. Like advocating yep. for yourself, sis. Like you listening to this podcast, you are betraying yourself every time you do something out of you feel like you have to, every time you minimize yourself for somebody. So I say, <laughs> be a better friend to you and choose you and go on the journey. And I'm sorry, boo, it is going to take an investment. So you may not get to go to Tulum during Memorial Day because you mm -hmm. may need a therapist. You may need to get a coach. You may have some books that you need to read because how many times have you written men off? Like Sky talked about being um, abstinent for eight years, turned around and you was in the same cycle because you mm -hmm. didn't do any of the work. So I know that in society, they do not, it's all about going to college and getting the next degree and getting the next certification, but they never say, they never talk about investing in yourself. They want you to invest in cryptocurrency so bad that they have so many dang on Super Bowl commercials about it, but mm -hmm. there was no commercial about how you need to get to the self-actualization part of your life mm -hmm. and make an investment in that. Um, so I will say this, my pastor uh, and mentor, he's my coach, actually, Dr. Darius Daniels says, mind renewal is progressive. Start the journey. And God wants to transform your mind. It happens in stages. But the first step is you wanting to do the work. And the work continues forever. And you, it's a progressive. It's if it's progressive. not single you, it's going to be married you, it's going to be, you know, healthy you it's going to be getting healthy. the journey is forever yeah 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 embrace it now yeah exactly <laughs> all right sky i appreciate you um uh, being on single you the podcast i know that you have something coming up i don't know if you wanted to talk about that real quick i could put the links in the show notes whatever you give me um so i don't know if you wanted to say anything about your business because you dope down there in houston so well so you know we've done radio together yeah. Um, so I do have a new show coming out soon. I don't want to talk about it just yet because I got a rollout. Yeah, no worries. No I got worries. a rollout. So, I but I, show though, right? Yes, you do. You do. You do. You exactly. do. You do. Um, so I will talk about that soon. So you can follow me on Instagram at Sky Daniels. Um, so yeah. Other than that, I have my two my two everyday a point power forward. Um, we help businesses uh, with their marketing and business development. So that's been going hard and strong for about six years. Um, and that was after I, I never left radio. It was just like after the last gig, um, I just found other parts of the industry and other parts of myself that I really like to explore. And I didn't want to be um, confined to one to one space. I didn't, you know, you yeah. know how radio is. I didn't want to. So that and then Sky Torch Media, um, we produce podcasts, concerts, shows, it's been a journey too. So that I've had that for seven years. So that's my everyday. Perfect. All right. Well, I will link your Instagram in the show notes.
Oh yeah, and one more disclaimer. I will never tell you I'm an expert in this area. I am just speaking from my lens and what I learned by being in an abusive relationship, by not knowing myself, by not having self-love for myself, and not knowing how to set a boundary to save my life, girl. So just remember that. I'm speaking from my lens. And after 18, 19 years of radio, September of 2020, I stepped down from my full-time radio job to focus on what God is calling me to do in this season. And this is it. I'm called to guide you, girl. I'm called to guide women who need to hear that singleness is not a punishment and you are worthy regardless of your relationship status. That's what I'm here for. So if that's you, I want you to share this episode, especially if I say something that resonates with you. Share it with a girlfriend. Sharing is caring. Also, can you subscribe to this podcast? You will be notified once a new episode drops. So definitely subscribe and rate. Rate this podcast. Okay, please. I don't know if you know how much it actually helps like a host like me, an influencer, how much a rating, a share, a like helps us. So please help this small business owner, me, Rika, that's me, (laughs) by rating this podcast as well. Lastly, my intro. Here's a fun fact. It comes from my old morning show. I used to have this morning show on a station here in the Tri-Cities called Power 99.1. And my friend, my co-worker, one of the greats in production land, James Tyler, he had made that for me for my morning show, the Just Me Rika show. And I was like, yo, on my podcast, I need that intro back. <laughs> And he made it for me. So thank you for that intro. Thank you for the production, James Tyler. Uh, Of course, it was inspired by Beyonce's Flawless. Yeah. All right, girl, that's it. Thank you so much for listening to Single You, the podcast. And we'll talk on the next episode.